evening, partiers and revelers, merrymakers and thirst slakers, those staying up till the sun rises, good drinking and smart thinking, listening to this week's booze-filled bonanza. Here on Dead Men Roll No Crits, this is your GM Patrick here, uh, GM for the game, but the MC of this party, and you can all join me in welcoming to the dance floor. Make some noise for Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. I just imagine us all coming out on a catwalk, all, you know, like swimsuit model style. <laughs> should I have gotten something to drink? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm feeling like I probably should have at this a point. Lot of, a lot of people <laughs> do that to, to put up of an hour of me talking. <laughs> there should be just a drinking game. Yeah. For podcast listeners are like, how how long before an episode drives you to drink? <laughs> Patrick's voice drives you to drink. That's oh. I mean that's kind of like an automatic drinking game, isn't it? If something drives you to drink, then it's a drinking <laughs> game. <laughs> then you win. <laughs> um you win the the fabulous prize of joining us over on our Patreon and supporting future episodes of DMRNC. Well, this this week, or I guess month, people should be saving up their money for Criticon 6 <laughs> and our donations to Doctors Without Borders. I was just looking ahead, and that's in like two weeks from when this episode comes out. So, Oh, no. I know. There, there's like a million things to do. <laughs> I know I say this every year, but... We're up to six Crittercons. Like, that's crazy to me that we've been playing for six years. Too many. Too, too many. <laughs> I think I think I need to reset it. But I think our our goal, because I up it just about every year, is going to be $6,666. So <laughs> get out your pocketbooks and start emptying those piggy banks. <laughs> are you guys ready to get back into this week's episode? We are on to the partay to end all parties here at the end of book four. Yeah, I Let's just hope Sharga can take a rest because she's she's hurting. Oh yeah, Sharga's Sharga's uh, got multiple days of boat travel. No, just one full day. One full day of boat travel back with the spoils of your conquest of the Jester's Grin last week. This week's episode starts though with a team on the newly built docks of the renovated. Fartalivier. And yeah, yeah, you guys have already returned to Laris with the, the small fortune of booze that was stamped as belonging to Aranex and Demion, the pirate lord of Hell Harbor. You you yeah, stole more it. Like, more like Dumion. <laughs> Got him. In dummy, Dumion. Dummy gone. Well, well, <laughs> be careful because we, we might have invited him to the party. Oh, can you imagine, wait, 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 can you imagine no, if he showed up and you're serving his booze and he's like, uh, <laughs> why? Why do you have this? No, it was it was rum run by a rat man with ties to Cheliax, which maybe Im- implicates a Mr. Endymion. You have this veteran, this uh, this this rum runner tied up and ready to deliver to a Tessa Fairwind who's requested to bring him in alive. And uh, yeah, in the last week or so, Hanto's come back from your reflection out in the sea caves to the west. Candoso, it, it seems like in this last week of party prep, Safina has been giving you a bit of a brush off. Maybe as you're <gasps> having, having to do some other duties, she's been like ducking you. And, and by ducking you, I mean ducking your calls, 
your duck calls. And the duck calls, yes, yes. Yeah, you got ducked. <laughs> what's what's the um, what's the analog version of ghosting someone? Is it actually killing them and turning them into a ghost? <laughs> right. Oh yeah, she ghosted me uh, last week. Yeah. She cast gaseous form and just like dabs me, totally ghosted me. <laughs> no, me I imagine she just sent a water elemental to be like, no go there <laughs> now. Well, yeah, no, you've just not been able to find her. She's not been in her grotto. So not she's... in mood. Um, but yeah, you guys have, have, have headache. All, all returned to get ready for the arrival of the 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 judges for your, your super party here. And that's where we start this week. The four of A-team, the four of you, and I guess B-team can be here as well. As long with, with a, a cadre of other pirates standing at attention on this huge dock you've built up over the last month and a half. You watch a massive fleet of vessels, probably like 12 full sailing ships, roll into the Bay of No Hospitality. There are banners ranging from Port Peril to Quint, and they, they stream atop these, these massive two and, and three masted sailing ships. Some with over a hundred men aboard, so maybe a thousand people here ready to come ashore the recently conquered Isle of Empty Eyes. The first to arrive and, and disembark are some friends of yours in the form of the Master of Gales of Drenchport, and Tessa Fairwind is here as well. She'll she'll come up to you, Captain Cassius, and and give you a, a hearty handshake, maybe a like a half hug kiss on the cheek kind of thing and she says uh of her hands <laughs> she's making sure not to touch you your back is sweaty uh, yeah you all have done a splendid do- job here shoring up this aisle i can't wait to hear tales of your adventure here good luck with the rest the uh the hurricane king has since quite a delegation she gives you a little head nod and a wink return it and say look forward to receiving them and as for tales, I promise some grand ones to where if you drink for every impossible feat we accomplished, you will probably not be able to stand by the end of the ceremony. Goodness gracious. Promises, promises. And I have gathered that you've retrieved a, a certain package for me as well. Is that correct? Aye. It was able to be secured and delivered and is awaiting transfer to your ship at your leisure. Excellent, excellent. Perhaps after the festivities, the Master of Gales comes up to you, Candoso, and gives you like the secret druidic handshake that only druids know. <laughs> it's a regular handshake, but you say in druidic, I'm a druid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I'm a druid. I'm a druid. <laughs> no, it's, it's what Will Smith does to DJ Jazzy Jeff every time. With like, I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the old druidic elders would do in, in days of yore <laughs> when they they moved to the forest after they got in one little fight in the city and their mothers were scared okay <laughs> i thought there might be more fruit there seth don't shake your head at me i was i was i was i was just setting some things up i didn't know where i was going with that joke that jibe I said not a thing. I might have been yeah. shaking my head at my cat. Your head shaking was shaking Zoom, the Zoom window. It was like <laughs> it was like messing up the video. It was so so emphatic. 
Right. The next dignitary, the first of your judges that has shown up here, is a couple of ships under the flag of Drenchport, just like the Master of Gales. You see a, a, a retinue of, of pirates with very thin frames, maybe some natural leather-looking armor adorned with seashells and sand dollars. And instead of swords, they seem most of them be carry tridents and other kind of fishing spears. At their head is a man dressed in shore finery, the, the cut of which you recall as being that of the Banuat people of the, the coast, and as well as some, some ceremonial vestments that mark him as a druidic priest, Kendoso. He has the signs of a mixed ancestry, uh, definitely some human, some, some elven in there. He has pointed ears and uh, an interesting complexion. He introduces himself and says, I am Maestaramar of, of Drenchport. I have spoken with, with my mentor, the Master of Gales, and I, I hope you all live up to the worth he has put on your performance at the Free Captain's Regatta. Now, he'll come up and, and kind of shake everyone's hand that, he that wants, wants to. Race. No, he's, he's talking about your, your race performance. You are okay. most welcome here, Maester Omar. I hope you find our port to your liking, and we look forward to being able to serve you as much entertainment and merriment as that you can digest. Next up, under the flag of Quint, is a, a, a bevy of vessels, and the, the, the main one of which comes off a, a group of pirates swaggering in front of them, a pirate lord in a fine dress over what looks like a an ill-hidden reinforced leather armored corset. Behind her is a slightly marred, impossibly long train flowing behind her dress with what looks like a half-lane cabin boy kind of running to, to lift it up from the ground and prevent it from ripping here on the dock. <laughs> um, I was thinking more Benny Hill music. <laughs> so you said train, and I just think Thomas right away. Yeah, sorry, no. She comes up and, and offers her hand in more of a um, uh, a regal fashion and says, I'm sure my name precedes me, so no need for introductions, though feel free to announce my presence to your crew here. We should be making this docking ceremony official anyways. Do you want anyone like a sailing lore to, to tell who this pirate lord be? Oh, yes, here she is. We might have mentioned We might have mentioned her name in in like book two or <laughs> early book three. So you know, like a natural year ago. twenty. I think Alaris Whoa. is like very sure who this is. Whoa! Yeah. Alaris is aware of all girl bosses on the on the seven seas. <laughs> well, to to be fair, Cassius knows this as well. But you know, just from looking at her and, and perhaps the flag she sails under, it has a little uh, corner of it that has Tessa Fairwind's flag in it. So it's like a a flag within a flag. She is none other than Tessa Fairwind's ally and protege, Cerise Bloodmourne. Cerise. Bloodmourne, also of Quint, and also a pirate on the Pirate Council. 
Charmed, I'm sure. Thank you. Thank you for having us here, Captain Cassius. The 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 Tide Smasher, is it not your your ship that has bested the the best out there? Uh, I'm sure you have some fine wine and entertainment for us to make this trip to this isle worth it. Absolutely, my lady. I would not be able to receive you in good conscience if I did not have but the best available for you. We shall see, we shall see. Last off of their ship, you see a a rough and tumble crew of sailors disembarking from several vehicles here. Some of them look like rugged hunters with large bows on their back. Others just straight up from the northern lands. Barbarians in leather and fur armor jumping down from the top deck onto the dock in what probably would have broken the legs of a lesser pirate is a a broad-shouldered man that you all have met before. It is the the rugged, the feared ruler of the port of Alo. The one, the only. Avamar Soranash is here as well. Wait, isn't that the guy that we owe a dinosaur or something? You owe one full dinosaur to him, good sir. We owe nothing. <laughs> let me, let me I, I got art for these characters. Let me show you what it looks like. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That jump wasn't that impressive anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, from the top deck to a dock, that's probably like 30 feet or so. Oh, whatever. Or, or a, a non-leaping lizard. So that, that, could, uh, that could crunch some bones. Mm-hmm. That's not a jump. That's a jump. <laughs> you call that the a rest jump? The, the rest of the episode is just a jumping contest. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like episode two of the podcast. It's like jump oh. from the top ropes. So here, here's some <laughs> some artwork for our our friends, Mace, Cerise, and Avamar. All pirate council lords that you guys need to impress in order to secure a seat as well. Is it council. Soren Soren Nash or Soren Sash? Soren Nash. Soren Nash. Yeah. Yes. The last time you had some interactions with him, it wasn't so positive. Indeed, he comes up to you and says, Well, 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 it's you lot. Before you that rode my dinosaur game out of town. Seems a shame you got the bad luck of the draw. You've got to get my blessing on this party of yours. But I'm here to be impartial. I like hunting. Bumping uglies and drowning my sorrows in fine drink like everyone else. So if you pull off a miracle and you're able to impress me, maybe you'll get that seat you're after. There are plenty of dinosaurs to the northwest if you're looking to bump uglies. What? (laughs) How dare you? His his men are at first are laughing with him, but then kind of laugh at your joke a little bit. He's like, dinosaurs on this island, though, you say? Hmm. Well, that's, that's <laughs> his reaction is a little unexpected. He like leans over to Alaris. What does uh-huh. bumping uglies mean? Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you when uh, you're older. Scrimshaw Jack hears is like I am Mr. plenty Opto, old. I can tell you. <laughs> oh, I can tell you right now, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Uh, Lord, Lord Avamar, you are well received, and as for your list of things you require, I believe you will find yourself. Wishing to prolong your stay here after this party is over. We'll, we'll see about that, but as it stands, it seems, the pleasantries are through. You've, you've seen the lords off their ships. 
Let's get to it. I want to see this this fortress you've developed here. I want to see the defenses. Uh, the tales are that you lock cracked Tidewater Rock, then this regatta, now the Isle of Empty Eyes, is indeed the, your prize that you won. If you want to keep this place your own, uh, you've got to have the utmost defenses. Show them to us, now. As you wish, Lord Aphamon. I think uh, you will find the defenses that we've put along the fort to be most adequate. The what? Especially when we were able to gain the assistance of local giants in the help of building said defenses. I, lo- I have in my head an alternate version where he says, show us your defenses now. And we're just like, okay. And we just like blow them away with an array of <laughs> Just cannons. shoot him with a ballista. <laughs> Let me have it. Let me have it. He said he could take it. I don't, this is, this I don't is know what all the fuss bloody, is about. Uh, routine. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, Mace and, and Cerise will will kind of follow maybe less enthused than, than Avamar. Perhaps they're more interested in, in something else. But if you're given a tour of, of Fart Olivier, they, uh, they will walk behind you guys. Tyler, why don't you have Cassius give a little little tour of the, the fort? Maybe a little description of some of... Is there anything defense-wise you, you've upgraded or repaired you want to talk about? The last time we were here was like 20 episodes ago when you guys were exploring the haunted fortress. I, w- I want to say that Oz has probably left a sign on the outside of the church that says, warning, maybe spiders. <laughs> maybe at least one <laughs> big spider. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Hey, Boy, I, I wish Tyler do knew more about all the talking. But... <laughs> Well, you've got like the one huge tower. You, you guys are seeing the 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 fortress map right now, right? Yeah, yeah. You got the one huge tower, and I imagine you fixed up the the destroyed walls and, and gates and stuff. But mm-hmm. and then I think we paid for building the extra defenses as well, correct? Yeah. So you talked about sinking a thousand gold into the plans. Did you want all that to go towards defenses and things? We didn't. I mean, sure. Yeah, I mean, I didn't uh, know what if I, I, I at the time I don't think I knew of other options to sink the money into, and I did want the fort to seem as best as it could be, given the time that we that we had, and so you know, like, like a brand new, like doubly reinforced gate. Obviously, the northernmost wall being kind of collapsed in, we would want that re- repaired as as well. New. Maybe like dwarven designed ballistae <laughs> on the on the walls. So yeah, with you, you, you definitely racks have of bolts uh, that both like of both regular nature and like alchemical in nature as well on display. You, you definitely have some like sea ballistae, which are like like two man operated weapons and stuff. If you want to spend a thousand gold, though, you can afford like. A trebuchet, <laughs> like they go up to like a thousand gold or something like that. So you can have Sweet. some pretty, pretty beefy defenses along with some small ballistae around the the exterior. Yeah, some, at least on some the hot wall. oil over on B in the B two area above the main gates as well. Yes, uh, how many like uh, fish guts spikes. can be up there, like stirring it, just like <laughs> any any time, Capper. <laughs> Avamar Sornash like dips his finger in and licks it, like mm, that's good boiling soup. <laughs> Yum. How many acres of outward facing spikes would 1,000 gold afford? 
I mean, that's you imagine very... that just like nothing but just fields of spikes facing fields outward. Spike, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, I'm sure the the previous owners of the the fort, the pirates that uh, that were here under Bakindi Otongo, wish they had the money to to spend on defenses against the cyclopes, mm. cyclopses. Yes, Sornash is like kicking the tires and maybe drilling you a little bit on on some questions here and says uh yes you got some long range weapons you got some short range but what would you what would you do if you had not a large ship you had to deal with out there in the harbor but a hundred small rowboats or, or cutters full of sailors coming at you silently infiltrated and under the the darkness of the stars what would you do then hotshot he, he seems to be you know drilling you perhaps a a, a little harder, <laughs> a little more impossible scenario than one might normally ask in in a tower defense style game that we are playing now. <laughs> is is there a, a particular skill you'd like to use to answer him? Uh, if you'd like to be uh, diplomatic, you can. If you want to try and bluff or make an oppose, you get a force opposed intelligence check. I, I think I could probably swing that if you, if you want. Yeah, I mean, I can do deception. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You say something like, for smaller vessels, we have in our fort a series of, of oils that sit atop the water that we can deploy on the d- top of the water of the bay and set aflame from the fort as to create an entire sea of fire in the bay. Not effective against any kind of thick-walled wooden vessel, but for small boats, they would go up like tiny parchment. Like book three of Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> Pretty much kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, well, he hasn't read that book, so he's probably probably affected by this this deception. Yeah, you got a 35 here. That's uh that is enough. He's like For me, that die almost landed on 20. I'm well, it's right next 14 on the dice right next yeah. to a 20. Can you imagine if we got another one this close to the beginning of the episode? He he like he's not in his head like uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Exactly, that's what I would do. In fact, uh, uh, but perhaps we we shouldn't think in uh, hypotheticals. That there be the word. I'd like to see you take out a ship from a few hundred paces. He raises a a hollowed out horn from his hip, puts it to his lip, and lets out a bellow. Just and a small boat, a small like teeny mast masted boat appears from behind his 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 flagship here in in the bay at the end of the the new docks that you've built man by one one very nervous looking pirate (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like a a 90 year old man he thinks he's like he thinks he's presenting a gift he's like captain they didn't say they had any fire or anything right (laughs) no don't worry about it there's it's fine go about your business Let's make a little game out of it, I say, Cassius. I'll give you and your best crew 30 seconds. Try and sink that single boat with one of your ballistae. If you manage to do it, I'll give you a prize. And if you fail, I get to hunt as much big game here on your isle. For the rest of me trip, you do owe me one at least for your little insurrection on Olo. Very good. I am agreed to these terms. Cool. So that's that is thirty seconds. That's that's five rounds of combat. Boats don't sink that fast. Well, this is a, this is a small cutter. You know, it's it's slightly bigger than a 
like a ship's ship's boat it's that you would uh, a bit like, smaller than a big cutter. Yeah, but a lot bigger than a small cutter. Like, don't even compare them, Seth. Uh, okay. This could probably hold like ten people. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a sizable ship, but it is is possible to bring it down. The we're going to be using the siege weapon rules for ballista, which is a a siege weapon from from guns and gears. There are three actions that you can take with it, which is. I'm going to say increasing its its range for for a single shot, as well as kind of moving it, which is what you would typically do between targets. It has a range of 120 feet, and this small cutter is about 300 feet from the top of the fart, the fort wall that you guys are on. Reloading it does require, I believe, actually maybe this doesn't require a athletics check, but requires two actions, two manipulate actions to do. Launching it is a single attack action, and uh, yeah, you guys can can work as a team. The the four of you, uh, then we, we don't have to be in an inch of turn order or anything. But who would uh, who would like to go first? So we're all operating just the one machine, right? Yeah, I mean, you have a couple. If you'd like to to do more than one, you can. But you can also like hot seat out and one person reload, another take a shot, and you know, cycle three, one, one machine. So there's not like a huge incentive to, oh, so like we create kind of a line and you use two actions to reload and one action to shoot. Mm -hmm. I'm like halfway tempted to, cause that's not very far away. What if I just have Honto just run out there and beat the crap out of the crew real quick? Don't, that's not the point of the contest (laughs) that would default us immediately. You just gotta run on the water. (laughs) Yes, Patrick. (laughs) It's like that, that one lizard from like natural, Natural National Geographic that's like uh, <laughs> slapping the water so fast it's like running. The Jesus Lizard. You're the Jesus uh, Lizard, Honto. I mean, he could also swim as fast as he can run, so. You said run out there. You didn't say swim. Okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to go first here? Cassius will take the lead, I suppose, since this is his gamble that he's, that he's created. What's the attack rule that we're looking at here? Well, the you're outside of the range a couple of times, so it is at a minus four, but it's just a ranged attack. I'm pretty sure. So, so just however I wish, proficient I wish you I are was, with that. I wish I was Kovic instead, almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. a ranged attack. Okay, ranged attack. Yeah. I guess I'll just roll any range strike, right? Because it doesn't quite matter, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, don't know so if for, there's. A special training you need. Oh, it is. It does say proficiency marshal, which you do have, maybe or don't. Yeah, I'm proficient with marshal. Okay, so no negatives there either. Cool. I actually, oddly enough, have arranged a macro for ballista because of you that one, one time. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. So. Well. It, it it sounds like uh, honestly, it sounds like because I imagine Alaris is also proficient with martial weapons. Yep. I throw so, a nugget at it. So I think perhaps that uh, we should have Cassius and one of us and Alaris and another one of us on two separate. Yeah, that's fine. You, like I said, you, you can use the same one and just sure. like hot swap between a couple teams or you can go to, to two separate ones. Um, you have this in your macro. It's lead nugget. <laughs> Jabert. Oh, J- yeah, that's my. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, Tyler was mentioning that he still had an old, like a ballista in his macros, and I was looking yeah. through mine. I was like, I wonder if I have one. Nah, yeah, I only got lead nugget. 
garden when we had from, from back when we were back on the old wormwood and we we're just like playing pirate games. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. oh <laughs> right. I forgot all about that. That's hilarious. I'm so glad you built that into a macro. Yes, Tyler, you've rolled a twenty-eight here, even with the ranged negative. That is a a hit. You hit the, the broad side of the, the gutter here. It does forty twelve damage. A ballista. Alright. There's less damage than Sharko. Wow. Okay. Pretty good damage. Some of that, it's got some hardness here. So some of it is absorbed, but that is a good chunk here. Do you want to reload or aim for the next person? What would you like to do with your two other actions? I can reload for Alaris. Okay. Do you want Rebecca to go next or do you want to? Sure. All right. Rebecca, you've been preloaded here. All right. I'll take a shot. I don't know if I did that right, Ooh. but that's a 37 yeah. to hit, I think. I mean, an 18 on the dice. That is a critical hit. Pretty sure. Sink it. Even nice. with the, the negatives here. So 8d12. 8d12. These are going to be very important to get over some some hardness for this vessel. 31 damage. Ooh, that's a real low roll on 8d12, mm-hmm. but still uh, a good amount of damage through... But it's it's still not broken yet. You see the one sailor out there, like, waving his arms, like, (laughs) maybe you hear far off, like, (laughs) what would you like to do with your other two actions? Uh, I'll reload for Honto. (laughs) Everyone wants to take a a stab at shooting it down. (laughs) I mean, isn't that what we're doing? We're assembly lining it? Yeah, you can also help help aim if you don't want to. I mean, anyone can help aim, but. Right. um, Help aim? What what does helping Mm -hmm. aim do? Uh, I'm going to say for this little uh, expenditure increases the 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 range so you can reduce some of the the negatives. It's pretty easy to hit. I mean, it's a stationary target, you know, <laughs> way out there. Yeah, well, but, um, considering that Alaris just got a critical hit, though, I, I think mm-hmm. she is going to point out in the ocean and be like, shoot there. I aimed it for you. <laughs> Don't move it. Just more do like what it. I did. Yeah. Like, adjust for the wind. Three degrees right. Twelve feet north. Fire. Uh, Ahanto, she's she sets you up. Yeah, I feel pretty For failure. <laughs> yeah. I, was, uh, I don't believe I have any proficiency with Marshall. Oh, well then. Uh, I mean... Yeah, twenty, Seth. I mean, simple and unarmed uh, are what I start out trained, and only unarmed has gone up since then. So, well, I mean, like I could also do the help aim thing, right? Like I can help increase mm-hmm, yeah. the, the the range increment. You can mm-hmm. indeed. Okay, I'll do that instead. Just like pull back the, <laughs> the the string a little tighter. Okay, so it's still loaded. Oh, Kendoso, do you want to take take a shot? Yeah, let's see. How far away did you say the uh, the ship was? Boat was at, at about three hundred feet. About three hundred feet. Hmm. Let's see. How far can I fly as a dragon? I think again that would disqualify us from. The I gamble. am a long range weapon, Cassius. <laughs> you were hiding your secret weapon behind True. these I mean, old rags. You're I not mean, to be. Re- you're not to be revealed till later. What is the ballista okay, part of the crew? Because I mean, the crew defends the island too. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll shoot I'll shoot the 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 ballista. Wink, wink, Captain. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> Lightning bolt. 
<laughs> right. well, yeah, I was just looking. What I was asking was like, was like, what? can I reach with a lightning bolt? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lightning bolt is Cassius will quickly be like, but line, but oh, good. What's that over there? And then you can just cast lightning bolt while everybody looks away. Right. <laughs> Why is um, it on fire? Right. Yeah. Flaming uh, ballista bolt. We saved our magical ammunition for our, our best shooter. Yeah. The, yeah. Casters aren't really blasters in second edition, so I don't I don't really, I don't really have like fireballs or long, any long range things right now. So um Casters aren't blasters. Casters aren't blasters, that's what they say. We're just live by. Oh yeah, fire fireball would, would do it five hundred feet. That guy would be yeah. dead on that <laughs> that gutter. He'd be absolutely murked. Particularly yeah. cruel. Like <laughs> that, that guy on the on the bridge in the background of that one Mortal Kombat two level, you can just see his feet, and there's just like this whole torso is just a giant flame. Evamar would be like, "No, that was my itchy toe, Greg. You killed. No, <laughs> that was uh, soft shoe Jack." Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just make an attack. Now, are are you proficient? No, I'm untrained in martial. I'm I'm only good at simple. Uh, okay. I'm gonna sit on my ass and let somebody else take a turn. Well, I mean, you can still make an attack and and reload for the next person if you'd like. It's just doesn't include a proficiency bonus, right? That's the only doesn't include right, your level either. Then you don't get your level. I mean, he would right, literally yeah, just be it's, making it's a flat. literally just a dex roll, a flat dex yeah. roll. So yeah, I was gonna say like this is this is yeah, why I was suggesting I, we go back and forth between the trained and the untrained people. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'll I'll aid. I'll use my uh, I'll support the bolt with. Air? I don't know. So, eight <laughs> action. Nope. Well, I was about to say, you, you, I mean, technically, you could still hit it with, with your friend aiming, but if you roll the four, that would not have, that would have not done it. Right. But, I mean, right, uh, yeah, this, yeah, this, this roll is what, is what the attack roll or the eight or whatever would be. Like, yeah. this is all I got. Well, you, you can, you can just help aim as well along with Honto, which means the next attack will have no <laughs> negative. Okay. Okay. And it's like Candelso just like gets up to the front of the ballista and just goes, <laughs> just like starts <laughs> blowing. You're, you're counteracting the wind. <laughs> lucky, <laughs> you're lucky ballista. Uh, okay. Cassius will just take his next shot. Oh, I rolled a natural twenty. Ooh, good thing they spent all that time aiming for you. Another critical hit. That's the only reason I got it. The only reason I got it. <laughs> How many twenties do we need this episode? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> That's that's a, one good one one good roll run one okay roll but that's a lot of damage folks how much is this total you've rolled uh, it's gonna be fifty five okay the the boat has a hole in it it is not destroyed yet but it is mostly sinking at this point can I ready an action for to shoot it again when it's reloaded you want to yeah have someone else reload it for you yeah Ye- yeah you can do that okay I'm gonna ready an action. So that when it is reloaded, I'll shoot again. Okay. Honto will reload it. I was about to say, I think next up is Alaris, but if you guys want to hold off and have someone else reload it, that is perfectly fine. Make make a second attack, Cassius. We'll How do. many actions is aiming? Single. So you can also... Cool. I'll do both of those things. <laughs> All right. Do I have another 20 in me? Ooh. No, but I had, a, I had a 15 for a 34. Yes. That... Well, th- this would also have a, a minus... Five to the attack, right? If that's that is, what you are doing for the range increment. No, this is your second attack. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot all about that. It is a hit, though, regardless. So. Hey, I'll take not it. A, not a critter hit, but a, but a hit. 
Bet a hit. 26 more damage, and then Cassius will step out of the way. Okay, that is still not enough to put it down. Gosh. Do you want to reload for our friend Alaris Candoso? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I'll man the, the bolt the bolt putters. All right, you got a single shot here. First mate, Del Karen. All right, no pressure. That's a 26. Can I re-roll that? Ooh, uh, she wants the whole... You beat. can. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not a guarantee that this can, can sink it here if it's just a, a hit. Go right ahead. All right. Oh, that's mm. better? That's a 36? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a crit. All right. Yeah! 8d12. Ooh. 49. Pretty good, pretty good damage that time. Indeed, that is enough to sink the cutter out in the bay. Yeah. What was that, 12 seconds? I was about to say, I should have made that three rounds, but it, it, it sounds weird to be like, here's in 18 seconds. Here's 18 seconds. Go. Uh, Don't ask but, why. That's just the size of the hourglass I have. Uh, yes. In retrospect, that's what that is what he said. And Avamar Sornash is, is like hooting and hollering and laughing at his uh, his crew member who's like doing that, that cartoon thing where he's climbing up the the single mast as the, sh- the ship is sinking and like comically like saluting as it goes into the bay of, of no hospitality. <laughs> In my head, like, he's like, ha, 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 look at him, look at him. And then like he hands over a, a telescope and you look and he's dead on the deck with a ballista <laughs> bolt. Like, they're <laughs> hysterical. There are four ballista bolts. Every single one hit him and, and pierced <laughs> through to the ship. No, he's he's like, ah, soft shoe Johnny's never never had it that easy. You 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 did it well. You did it fast too. That was a real pirate vessel coming to take what's yours. You'd uh, you'd uh, put him put him dead in his tracks. Uh, I, well, I, I think you'll agree with me, Lord Avamar, that a weapon is only as good as those who wield it. As a grand hunter, you must know that even the greatest of bows wielded by a fool is nothing. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like me with a bow and arrow. It's, it's not my preferred weapon, but I make do. I do make do, don't I? Oh, uh, well, you've impressed me a great deal. I have a... a, a a magical trinket on me ship I'll give you later. I've definitely not forgotten what it was I brought as a prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm does that Does that pick up line work often? I'm realizing the, the item is a, a relic, and I don't know if I've already given you this relic from the first edition book. I don't think so. Did I give you a magical ship in a bottle before? I forget if this was part of the... No. Sumitha treasure hoard or not? You got the, oh no, you, you got the horn and you got you got the scoundrel sword cane. These are some of the yes. relics from the skull and shackles treasure. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll have one of his crewmates fetch it off of his ship, and it is a a ship in a bottle. I guess more like a ship in a jug kind of thing. Like it's 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 large. It's like a, a foot and a half long, about a foot tall jug and it is a perfect replica of of his ship his, the 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 port of of Olo flag is is on it and down to the, the finest detail this is a, a magical item called an impossible bottle and uh, he hands it over to you and says uh, you put this on on your ship and I don't know exactly how the magics work 
but it will attune itself. It will begin to reconfigure to look like your own vessel, the Tidebreaker, and it it helps with, with taking on damage on board your vessel. You'll be able to see on the model if anything has gone awry and you've broken any boards. I was going to say, like, is, it like a, is it a voodoo doll? That's awesome. <laughs> a voodoo doll <laughs> yeah. for a ship, yeah. Yeah. It is, it is indeed a, a magical relic that... Yeah, once once you've attuned it to a ship, the, this model ship indeed will register any damage, incoming damage, and basically works until your ship becomes broken, in, in which case it kind of stops taking on damage um, until you've repaired it. I thank you for your gift, and as a thank you, I will personally introduce you to Miss Odessa, the leader of a group of artisans and workers who came from the famed brothels of Quint. I think you will find her entertainment and her peoples very accommodating. Uh, both Mace Daramar and Cerise Bloodmourne kind of perk up. They were not very interested in the, the shots on this cutter, but as as you say that, Lady Bloodmourne kind of pushes her way forward and says, and, and I imagine there will be drinks and stories before dinner as well. Uh, can we be shown your, your, your quarters and... and where we'll, we will be dining this evening? Absolutely. A change of scenery is in most dire need. Let us bring food and drink, and I will regale you with honeyed words and fine company. Indeed, the four of you and the, your, your trusted officers, perhaps, as well as these dignitaries from the, the Pirate Council, can retire to the Great Hall of Fort Olivier. We see the... The Great Hall here, you've perhaps imported a, a long banquet table, and off to the sides, there's small little gathering areas, maybe some comfortable chairs, chaise lounges, and I don't know, like Moroccan-style pillows and things on the floor where you can just kind of relax, and indeed, uh, Odessa's quartersons are here, all immaculately dressed, and they have cheese wedges and grapes on the vine, flagons, haunches of meat, real Skyrim kind of food <laughs> that you have in your inventory. <laughs> They've got like a giant cheese wheel with just like a, a wedge cut out of it. <laughs> and they're like, eat this or restore your, your health. <laughs> restore some health. Eat Look this the whole wheel. On the that. whole wheel. Uh, the texture is pretty it. low quality. Eat this entire wheel of, of cheese. <laughs> I think uh, uh, at some point while this scene this scene is changing, like lagging behind, Hunter will like lean down to Candoso and Alaris and just be like, should we be doing something? No, oh, he's, he's got this. He's got this. Look at him. He's a natural. <laughs> well, it's perhaps... like he's some sort of a fop or something. It's amazing. I fall down the stairs. Oh, he's, he's, he's a foppin' oh. fop. <laughs> They'll ask you, you know, a question. Maybe, maybe Captain Cassius is, as you get to the Great Hall here, indisposed talking to Tessa Fairwind, but um, the uh, Cerise Bloodmourne will come up to, to you two and say, uh, you all have outdone yourself. Should we dig into some of these canapes? Is that what you call them? Some some of these small foods? Uh, it, it, let me ask. If <laughs> I believe if the, that is a pineapple. Yes, ooh, uh, an, a pine apple? Like a pine cone? That's so interesting. Uh, let me ask. If the urge to vomit were to strike, and I believe it shall, for I plan to drink more than I've ever drank before, wh where 
where would one wretch if one had, say, the second three condition? Where, where, where <laughs> might one regurgitate here? Do you have we, a bucket? We have facilities. <laughs> no, this is for them, Tyler. You've answered. Oh, oh my bad. Question. Oh, sorry, sorry. I missed. I missed the. I missed that prompt. I have all. You're talking Tessa's to Tessa. Busy. I'm talking Tessa's to Tessa. Yes. Get uh, Honto Candosa. <laughs> Or Laris. I might not be the person to ask. I these two are far more experienced at retching than I am so far. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a, <laughs> yes, that's a, yeah, I, I gave that up a while back when I read the addiction rules. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, you just ooh, take the second boy. condition. You don't retch no more. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of an action, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I'll. Uh, uh, I look around and I say, uh, Bartleby, come over here. Come over here. I have a job for you. <laughs> and I hand Bartleby a bucket. And I say, follow this person oh. around. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> he did it to his own character. Enjoy, enjoy the party, Bartleby. <laughs> You're going to have a great time. <laughs> she like claps her hand. She's like, bucket boy, come, come here. <laughs> I require a spittoon. I mean, you you got close, but it's Bartleby, not Bucket Boy. I heard what I heard. And that's what I'm, I'm going to call him. Yeah. yeah. Bucket. Personal. Bucketly Personal boy. Bucket. Mace Daramar will, will come up to you, Candoso, and, and introduce himself once more and says, Candoso, my lord, the master of gales, has spoken well of you. He seems to have been observing you for some time. He said the only time he's ever seen another ship handle the the hurricane winds, as well as the tidebreaker did, was when I myself won the the regatta a decade ago. Oh my, well, that must be that must have been quite a tale. It was a it was a day for the books for certain. I appreciate the master's uh, kind words. I. Uh, we, we have much to talk about, but I, first I wanted to ask you, and I hope you do not mind, but when I sailed into the harbor on the eastern shoreline, I saw Nereid Woman, who was mm. watching the ships come in, and I asked around, and your your crew have said that you are, are friends with this being. Is, is, that, is that the truth? Yes, she is a, she's a companion, and and a good friend. Why do you request an, an audience with this with this person? If we have the time, I would very much like to meet her. If you can make that possible, it would interest me to get a an audience with one such as herself, much more than any of the alcohol and, and food your captain will provide. I will see if she's amenable to this. She has been somewhat preoccupied as of late. But I will, I will see what I can arrange. And uh, I shake his hand and uh, turn to go talk about druidy things with him. He, he first gives you the druidic handshake and's like, "I'm a druid." <laughs> <You're> druid, <laughs> full druid. <laughs> I'm, well, we're druid. We're about druids. We're both, okay. both, both of us, both each one more druid than the last. Cerise Bloodmourne indeed begins to drink. Avonmar Sornash as well. I mean, he's 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 pounding back. Some brewskis, but uh, yeah, she she's drinking and she says, uh, "A captain, re- regale us with stories of your sailing upon these isles. You and your crew, I would like to hear of your your tales from ports, uh, things I've heard 
bandied about before, such as the cracking of the rock, or maybe the, your your fights with the Sahugin, but d- tell us in your own words about your, your exploits here. Perhaps in the form of a song, Captain. You have music accompaniment. Make it rhyme and make it interesting. Uh, you know, Tyler, that this is going to be some form of performance, perhaps? Sure. I don't know what kind of skills he got that would be applicable. I have performance. I forgot performance was a skill in, in second edition. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Do, do you? Does anybody want to help in any way? I mean, uh, Oz also has performance. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to have him aid or Alaris make a separate performance as well. Yeah. You, you guys can, can make separate checks or aid one check if you'd like. Maybe... Maybe someone harmonizes, someone plays a little bit of music, someone else doing some beat poetry. Oz hardly has a singing voice. I believe he is a fiddleer. I can do I can do a little bit of performance. I am untrained, but I do have the human do whatever you want trait. And so incredible <laughs> improvisation or something like hey, that. Hey, we can hand you the bongos. I, I think yeah. you should. Anybody can play the bongos. <laughs> you, you should just call it the d- humans do whatever you want. Tra- uh, humans do whatever they want, Trey. Isn't it <laughs> great? Improviser, that's what, it's, that's what it is. Isn't it just great? Yeah, well, how would you guys like to go about this? Do you want you want to try yourselves? Do you want to do do some aids instead? So, I mean, like, what's, what's the goal here is... Uh, Mm-hmm. Would it be more impressive if everyone put a put on their own performance and it was well rolled? Well, I think if if you wanted to do it separately, we would kind of handle this in a pretty successes kind of way. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a single roll altogether, I think you'd be trying to to hit a, a critical success more than a you know a single success would still be impressive but perhaps not as much so as if you really wowed her by coming together and harmonizing well alaris would like to sing back up for cassius okay okay how about ozzy honto oh honto's not gonna do nothing do you do oh, sorry ozzy <laughs> and uh Candoso. yeah i'll uh i think i think i will i think i will do like some foley work for him with, the, <laughs> with my magics, uh, I can create the like, sounds of storms and things, and uh, per- percussion and sound effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, and then a giant dragon turtle hit the ship. So the classic pirate fiddle stylings of Oz. I'll go ahead and just get that roll out of the way. Critical success. Oh. Wow. For, oh, you're aiding though, correct? Who Oz? Yeah. No, he's just performing. You're, that's a success. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm aiding myself, so. I'm a success on, on aiding. Alaris. I don't want 25. Success on aiding. Oh, so much pressure. You've got t- plus two there, Capitan. Sweet. I'm going to re-roll this if it's not anywhere near the best. Hey, I'm glad I set that up. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> uh, the oh. pressure, pressure to get into Captain Cassius. He's just like. We sailed a bunch. <laughs> does, 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 okay. does roll okay. twenty just have like a turn it around? Turn it around. Like what's the deal? <laughs> Other side of the dice, go. Okay, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So you guys go into, you know, like a long form storytelling of like a you know sit 
Sit back and hear the tale of the Tidebreak crew. Do, do, do. <laughs> Bebop. Bop, bop, bop. Um, Come on, Patrick. Make it rhyme. Yeah, make oh, it rhyme. Oh, oh, oh you guys. You don't want you don't want you don't want to you don't want to play with fire here, Rebecca. I will I will make it so you guys have to perform something together. <laughs> uh no, just with these dice rolls. Folks can imagine at home. Maybe we have like a little montage mode of like the camera spinning around the room as the the lights get all uh you know blurry and 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 um Looks like there, there's Vaseline on, on the camera looking into this pirate's hole as music plays and, and we see you like pantomiming and, and Candoso casting spells behind you while he playing music and maybe Alaris just like, you know, takes up for the captain when when uh, Cassius has to like step back and, and take a, a swig of, of wine or what have you. But yeah, it's it's a long story telling telling your tale, and you have a. It a opens wrapped... up with the spoken word Honto being like, "We were captured at Port Peril. We killed our captors and we took their ship." <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, there's no no more description. Just... <laughs> but yeah, it is you know a few hours of of storytelling and 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 maybe intermix with some some breaks some some drinks some songs and things like that it's a very light-hearted party here so far as it gets into to full swing you hear you, you can smell the the kitchen the the on another part of this floor kind of getting getting dinner ready here and yeah people are having a good time Tessa Fairwind is it's is chatting up a, a, a young lass. Sorenash has a, a couple of the, the courtesans on his lap, kind of feeding him grapes and, and stroking his chest hair. And <laughs> the Master of Gales and Mace are kind of like doing a drinking game at, at a table over like a, a game, a small game of, of stones on like a, a mat. And yeah, everyone's having a great time after you tell your story. Cerise Bloodmorn enjoyed it, but went back to heavily drinking after you were through. And after a while, she drunkenly inebriated comes up to you and captain says i've drunk too much to be talky any longer and i'm a, not drunk enough perhaps to be randy i i've moved past it all i've gone right into my rowdy step i believe it is time for a duel she daintily takes off one of her leather gloves and kind of throws it at you cassius Cassius begins to stand up and he sways once and then he grabs a bottle and he says well then I must drink to match and accept your duel and slugs down a whole bunch of it and then just like slams the bottle on the ground <laughs> Tessa Fairwind comes over and says Cassius you must be very careful Lady Bloodmourne is perhaps the most accomplished duelist in the shackles She's not lost a duel before. Oz just walks up behind her while she's focused on Cassius and just blackjacks her on the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're cut off! Uh, <laughs> Cassius leans on Tessa a little bit and says, You have to remind me again. Are these allowed in duels? And he pulls out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other kind of duel? <laughs> you pick your three best mates and you all have three chances <laughs> to to disarm me before I disarm you all and lay you low. If you win, 
You'll have me favor, Captain. That's for sure. Oh, you'll have me favor. But if you lose to little old me, one against four, then either way, we'll have spent enough time and worked up an appetite for dinner. And I, Wait, she's I, going to try to disarm us? Yes, it, it is a disarming battle. So she she goes on and says, I, I have an assistant with magical healing on, on standby. So if you would like to make this a bloody affair, use your little pistol uh, as much as you would like, Captain. Don't hold back on my account. I've drunken enough where I won't feel it tomorrow. But if Cassie's- you would like oh. to trade pounds of flesh for pounds of flesh, then don't be surprised if I exact revenge in return. Cassius pulls out his uh, the scoundrel's sword cane, holding the scabbard in his other hand, and he says, while I do not boast myself, my ability to wield a blade, I would dishonor the duel if I did not give you my all here, so I will either see my own weapon hit the floor or I will make yours clatter along these stones. She straight up does like a standing backflip, like gymnastic style, a couple cartwheels back on top of the the long table here, and the little halfling that has been holding her train all night just like falls to the ground as it, it falls behind her as well. And she's left looking very much like her art here and kind of like Arlo a, B has a, a name. Thank you very much, Patrick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Buckle. Bu- bucket B. Bucket boy. <laughs> bucket B. No, that, that's that's a different character. Oh, that's the other halfling. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got a, she's like a halfling party. <laughs> yeah, she's got, she has nothing but halflings falling behind her. <laughs> she collects them wherever she goes. Uh, no, Cerise Bloodmourne seems to have gotten more graceful and acrobatic as as she's drunk here. As she stands up on the tabletop, she pulls out two short swords carved with runes all down the, the side of the blade here, and perhaps glowing slightly, and she says, Avast, Captain! Have at ye! Indeed, we are in initiative turn order as you guys all move in to Try your best at disarming a pirate lord, a drunken pirate lord here in the the fellowship hall of, of Fart Olivier. But that that's going to be a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits, because we've gone just about enough for this episode. And we have, I mean, I'm not going to hold back. I'm, I'm making her a, a, a very high level character for four to try and deal with next week. Hmm. Okay. Very high level. She's the but, best, but non-lethal duelist. attacks, right? Best. Well, she's mostly going to be trying to disarm you all, and or knock you prone. If she does either of those, then you've lost the duel. Does that make oh, sense? This is uh, <laughs> Patrick. This is this is not fair. <laughs> oh, it's very not fair. <laughs> I would recommend using some some teamwork or, or something along those lines, or, or maybe just just run up and blackjack her from behind. <laughs> Try a try a trip attack. Um, well, I mean, it, it. I mean, all it is is a, a critical success, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's it's a single roll or not. So, uh, I guess we'll discuss the rules next episode. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna run it like a regular combat, basically. But oh, you know, yeah. There's gonna be some more fun complications, I'm sure. As as oh, this boy. this goes on, yeah. And we've got a lot more of the the banquet ahead of us, and. 
and other fun explorations here. That, that this is going to be a long night, just FYI. <laughs> <The single laughs> night in uh, in in Fart Olivier. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode, guys. Thank you for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, thank you, Patrick. Listeners, thank you for listening from Patreon Pirates to our freebie captains. That's going to do it. Thank you so much. We will see you next time on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yarr. 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 Yarr.